The Outlet. The Talk of Southland. Welcome to The Outlet. In this podcast, I talk to Paddy O'Brien about the Hawthendale Care Village that is currently being constructed in Invercargill. It's revolutionary, and Paddy is a board member of the Hawthendale Care Village Charitable Trust. Plus, with the Rugby World Cup looming and Paddy being a referee and heavily involved with the Sevens, we talk the All Blacks' performance so far and his prediction for the final. Hi, Paddy. Welcome to the outlet. Cheers, nice to be here, Brendan. Hey, it's great to talk to you again. I want to talk about Hawthendale Care Village and the project you're working on. Can you tell me a little bit more about the village and what it's modelled on? Yeah, it's based on um, a model from De Hogway in, in uh, Holland. So a wee bit of background, um, I was on the board at Calvary Hospital, uh, which is Calvary Rest Home. Both my parents were in Calvary. It's got a wonderful reputation down here in Southland. But as a board, um, it was getting tired and we had to decide whether to just pour some money into it to upgrade it or... As the manager, Margaret Brown, initiated, why not do something different and be innovative? So myself and her went to De Hogway in Holland. When we were over there, I was over there for rugby. She was over there for a holiday. And we went to De Hogway and just saw what a magnificent village they had. So what it is, is the village is set up in houses. So people, rather than being kept in rest homes and, and get very much where they institutionalised, where they have dinner at a certain time, get up at a certain time, go to bed at certain times, the people in Holland, on, and in the model that we're doing at Hawthendale, they live in houses. So six or seven in a house, their own separate room and, and, and toilet, etc. They then share a living room, share a kitchen, share laundry facilities, living like they normally would if they were at home. It's especially for people with dementia, and it's a proven model. So what we what's come out of Holland is that people live longer, they're less medicated, and they die quicker, if that makes sense. So once they go downhill, they actually die quicker. Now, most families can want that for their loved ones. And so we've modelled our important dementia care village on the one in Holland. Oh, that sounds great. So where are you in the construction phase? Yeah, we just started. Um, it was a $35 million project, so we had a huge, you know, six years in the making. Gone into the community fundraising. We fundraised $6.5 million from the public, which is wonderful. We've had um, a major donation from a, a family down here. We've got in and, and as partners at, at $10 million, got a bank loan, and we've got the $35 million. What we haven't got is a couple of money we need now as a result of COVID for the fit out and landscapes so that will be going back to the community for. But all the consents are through. The three contracts have been awarded. So we've got the, the care homes are being built as we as we talk. The villas are being built as we talk, and the care centre itself has been, has been built. And that includes, you know, hairdressing salon, a cafe, playground, all the things that you want on a normal village. So... It's pretty special. It's making life normal. We're trying to normalise life for people with dementia and, and the elderly and people that need care. So it's a fantastic asset for Invercargill and all for Southland, and Southland people have really got behind it. So how do you think the village will impact residents and their families' lives, Paddy? We know, or we, we are really confident, it's going to be the way forward. We will be, um, they've already done one on Rotorua. They've done the houses up there. We've been up and had a look, and already you can see the differences. It is just going to be, it's the... The Rolls Royce have had look after the elderly, to be honest. It just gives a normal routine, really, doesn't it? It's just there's familiar people and familiar things around us. So, you, as you say, you're just not stuck in a hospital. No, absolutely. We try and theme the houses so that you get people of similar. I mean, that'll be the skill of the manager and puts people similar interests in the houses. But the good thing about it, Brent, if you or I were in there and you might, I don't know, but you might be a person that stays up late at night and I don't, I might get up early in the morning. We can do that. We don't get the old seven o'clock wake up call or the nine o'clock we need to be in bed, etc. The, the technology we're going to use will be some caregivers in the houses for 16 hours of the day, for eight hours at night time. There won't be anyone in there, but it, we might have to, um, and there's ways of doing that. Well, it's, it's not 
privacy. It's not putting cameras in anything, but it's it's done with you know ultrasound, etc. So it's all sort of um, it's pretty pretty incredible the technology that they use nowadays, and we're yeah we we're oversight about what's been built. If people want to find out some more about it, Paddy, where would they go online? Just go to um, www.horsendalecarevillage.co.nz and they'll be able to see there they can make a donation if they want to, but they can actually have a good look and see just exactly what we're trying to do. More than happy to email me if they wanted to, paddy.obrien at worldrugby.org. I'm happy to send them, you know, the updated presentation we do in the community at the moment. But um, as I say, we're still out there. We've still got a couple of million we'd like to raise to the fit out in landscaping, but she's all going. And if people go drive past the Hawthendale, the old Hawthendale school site, they'll now see that there's a lot of people. We, we expect to have 250 people on site it's, at some stage during the construction, all local. So it's a wonderful project. Now on a completely different topic, that's something very dear to your heart and my heart. The Rugby World Cup is not far away. Are you heading off to France, Paddy? No, I'm not. Because of course, like I'm, I'm involved now with all the sevens. So yeah. we'll get the Olympics next year. So that's my holy grail every four years. So I won't be attending the World Cup, but I won't be missing any of it either because um, it's you know it's going to be exciting. I think it's very exciting. The squad that Ian Foster have named for the All Blacks, um, they played really well in the Test matches so far this year. So, yeah, I think we can look forward to a wee bit of enthusiasm. Yeah, look, I think they've started off well, and you know I, I don't worry about the scores. It's quite funny. There's this expectation now for the All Blacks that they've got to put on a cricket score every time they go out and do a game. But you know, as you and I know. Uh, doesn't matter how you get it, a win is a win, right? Yeah, and I thought, you know, I just thought the standard of play, especially in that South African test, was outstanding. That mm. first 20 minutes of the second half, I thought the always were as good as I've seen them for a long time. Played very well in the first bleeders low, and of course had a new team, 13 changes, I think it was, for the second bleeders low, and showed the depth that we have in New Zealand to be able to win that test. Sure, a couple of people come on and probably change the game a wee bit, but I, it, it does all go well for, and you know, nothing's assured, but I think we're going to be a very competitive fullback team and come. 23 World Cup. Now, I always worry about France. You know, there's always a team that sits in the back of, back of my mind, and France is that team. Is there anyone for you? Yeah, France for me. I'm, I'm, I agree with you. I think that this is just my view. I think the opening game will be the final game. Right. They'll play each other again. So that whoever wins that will go one side of the draw and the, and the loser will go the other side. My own view is that it, it's a damn cup side of the draw to be on. You've got South Africa, Ireland, Scotland, New Zealand, and France all on the same side. So a couple of teams on the other side might have a bit of an easier ride, but Having said that, you got to win every game to win the World Cup, or sorry, from the quarter follows on, you got to win every game. So mm. um, I don't think it'll hurt. We'll either play South Africa or Ireland in the quarters, neither of them will be easy. Should we get through that, I think we're in great position then to play, uh, win the semi and go to the final. So I'm picking New Zealand play France in the final. Ireland, of course, have been the form team in the last couple of years. Probably haven't got a great track record at World Cups, so can they turn that around? That's, these are the sort of questions which I think makes this World Cup so exciting. There's no standout. You don't say they will win. Yeah. It's going to be, I think, the four, five, six teams. You're a referee, and when you do a World Cup, how do you prepare for that? Is there any extra prep that's needed, or do you just treat it like any other game? Well, I think um, you always do a couple as a referee, and I was referee manager for a couple. It is the end of a four year cycle, so you go from World Cup to World Cup. So it is the, I call it the Holy Grail for refereeing. It is the peak of your career. So there'll be referees attending this World Cup, which will be their finale. This will be their, their you know, this will be the swan song. And there'll be some attending which will probably obviously be younger and will attend the next World Cup and on after that perhaps. Preparation is all about being in the best physical and mental condition you can be going into the, the biggest tournament of the year when it comes to or the biggest tournament that rugby is. So it's only 12 get named, picture referee. They will be at the top of their game. I have a lot of confidence in the team and that Joel and, and his selectors have picked for it. You know, they, they are the top 12 in the world and they will, you know, I think they'll do themselves proud. It's, it's, it's a big honour to be at the World Cup. 
Um, there will, of course, there will be you know debatable points because wouldn't be rugby without it. You know, what we talk about at the pub, there was a bit of controversy. So I, yeah, I'm really excited. You know, New Zealand's well represented with you know Keith and Paul Williams, both very very good referees. And so I, yeah, I, I think referee will be fine. Well, I hope you know that people are a bit easier on them. I know there will be those people out there, the keyboard warriors, that will give it a go. I mean, that's something that's different from when you started refereeing, right? Is that Unfortunately, there's that almost instant feedback now. Yeah, we used to have um, talkback radios, but the we had the keyboard warriors. Now, I mean, I think yeah, the referees are not used to it, but they know that that is out there. You'll never play; someone's going to lose. So the most yeah. in the opening game, New Zealand played France, two of the top teams in the world. One of them going to lose, unless yes, it's a draw. But so someone's not very happy. There'll always be someone that there'll be a decision that people don't think was right. What worries me the most, Brent, is that that has reflection on young referees in the sport. And it's so, you know, and I'm not saying Ben O'Keefe and Wayne Bowers, them, are, are, you know, are, are foolproof, but they've had it all before. They know what's coming. It's the young guy back here in Southland or in up in Auckland or in, in South Africa or somewhere that wants to be a referee goes, I'm not going to do that. If these top boys are getting held, why would I do it on a club day? So I'd just, I'd just ask people to use a wee bit of a bit of common sense before you hit the keyboard because it doesn't, you know, it's not going to change the result. And to be perfectly honest, the boys at the top won't be reading too much of it. No. Oh, well, that's good. Well, Paddy, it's been wonderful to chat to you as always, and uh, all the very best, and I'm sure we'll catch up again. No, thank you, Brett. Always a pleasure, and really appreciate your support for the for the Baltimore Cuba, which is, you know, I think it's just one of the great things, which is going to be a huge asset for our province, and hopefully, you know, leading the way for future aged care in New Zealand. So thanks very much, Brett. Appreciate it. The Outlet. From your Southland app. Thanks for listening to The Outlet. The Outlet is produced and published by the Southland app and supported with funding from the New Zealand Public Interest Journalism Fund. The Outlet is available on the Outlet button of your Southland app and wherever you get your podcasts.